Hey everyone, welcome to Travel with Bez. My name is Bez, and I'm so excited to talk about today's topic. I am going to be covering London Parks, which is one of the standout things about London is its abundance of greens, parks, little spaces. There's so much greenery, so many places just sit, relax, have a cup of coffee, have a picnic, play frisbee. There's so many different parks and places to do that. And today I'm going to be covering my favorite parks, places that are definitely must-sees if you're taking a trip to London or if you live here a place if you haven't been there yet places that you need to go just a reminder i am on two other platforms i have my podcast but also check me out on instagram my instagram handle is at travel with bez that's travel with and then b-e-z or zed um, American and English alphabets say Z and Z. So travel with Bez. That's where I'm going to be posting pictures of all the parks I talk about, everything I speak about on podcasts. I'm going to be adding pictures there, as well as my travel friends group that's hosted on an app called Flick. There we have tons of travelers from all over the world that I've met through Instagram who are super inspiring. And we all talk about travel, ask each other tips and tricks. It's super helpful if you're planning a trip and you get overwhelmed by a million different travel lists and websites. Go to the Flick group, throw out a question, guarantee at least a few people have been there and can give you personal advice on where you should go and what you should see in the city. So join my Flick group, follow me on Instagram. Be super appreciated. All of it is free to join as well. So check out my show notes. And in my show notes today, I will also be listing all of the parks that I mentioned. And that's all. As soon as we get back from this short little break, we're going to dive into the top London parks that I think you need to see and visit on any trip you take to London, any and every trip. So hang tight. All right, let's dive into these awesome green spaces in London. Let's dive into every park. Okay, not every park. My top favorite parks in London. The parks I'm going to be talking about are Clissold Park, St. James's Park, Hyde Park, super famous Hyde Park, Hampstead Heath, Greenwich Park, and Regent's Park. I chose these because they're located in different areas of the city. So if you're visiting London and maybe have a day planned and sites you want to see, I'm sure one of these parks is going to be somewhere near one of those sites because um, they're all kind of geographically different places around the city, um, as well as you can plan a day around one of these parks because you're going you're gonna to see how awesome they are. I'm going to tell you why you should visit them and planning a day in a park in London is just fabulous, whether it's the winter or the summertime or the springtime, fall, anytime. Parks are always good. So let's start off with Clissold Park. Not very well known when it comes to people who are not from London, but Londoners, especially East Londoners, definitely know about Clissold Park. Um, it is maybe my favorite, top favorite, number one, two, because it is just, it's just great. It's really big. It's located, okay, so it's located in North London in the neighborhood of Stoke Newington. Really historic, really old neighborhood. Um, 
one of the more affordable places to live in London, actually. So you're going to see a lot of families and kids here and students. Um, there's a school nearby, so you always see like kids there. Um, but it is really great for anything you want to do. So it was founded in the 18th century, actually, by Cliss Old House was founded in 18th century by a man named Jonathan Hoare. That's H-O-A-R-E. And he was a city of London merchant. And he was a big philanthropist and anti-slavery campaigner. So these are all good things. Um, the park was started then. And it kind of grew into an amazing place for families be- to go. Because one, they have so many playgrounds. Like the, the playgrounds are just giant. And honestly, I want to jump on them. I'm a grown up, but I want to play on the playgrounds. So you'll see a lot of kids playing on the playgrounds there. Um... There's also a skate park, which has a lot of cool graffiti on it, which I love. As you guys know, I love graffiti. Um, so if you are a skateboarder, you can check out the skate park there. Um, they also have a wading pool in the summertime that's really shallow. So a lot of parents and kids will play in that pool in the summertime to cool off. Um, I don't know if like if you don't have a kid, if you go in there. It's not really a swimming pool. It's more like a wading pool. But if you have kids, definitely a place to check out. There is also a cafe that's on the hill there and on the hill, like in the middle of the park. And it's really cute. They have tables outside. Um, I I sometimes don't like cafes and parks. I don't know what it is. Like, I just sometimes don't like them. Um, They feel like, I don't know, touristy, I guess, or just like overpriced and yucky. I don't know. But this one is really nice. And I go there, they have Wi-Fi, sometimes I just work there, and you can see the sprawling green fields, just these, they have gigantic trees, in the springtime it's just insane the amount of pink blossoms that are everywhere. Um, The fields are also a great place to play sports. I always see guys doing a pickup game of football or frisbee and people having picnics like the the fields are just so big that you're able to have tons of people having picnics and chilling and then tons of people playing sports like they're big um another thing that you can do if you're active is go on a run they have both uh cement trails like around the park that you can run on or like hugging the edge and the perimeter of the park are um Uh, what is it called? Mulch. They're like mulch trails. And that's a little bit easier on your knees to run on. So I think two times around the park equals a 5k. So if you go around it twice, that's a really good workout. And then you can just chill and sit under one of the trees. Since it's not a really popular park for tourists, you always will find a bench, which I love. And it, it never feels overcrowded, even when there's a ton of people there. So they, oh, they also have tennis courts. So if you're into tennis, you can play that. Um, and that's Cliss Old Park. I'm going to post some pictures of it on my Instagram and you'll see what I'm talking about. But it's just a lovely vibe. It's a really nice design. And if you are planning to a trip to London, I would venture out there. Stoke Newington's a really cute neighborhood. Lots of good eats and it's not expensive. It's also a good neighborhood to stay in, like an Airbnb. So definitely check out Clissold Park and that's C-L-I-S-S-O-L-D. C-L-I-S-S-O-L-D. Clissold Park. So the next park talking about is not so chill. I guess it's chill. Not super chill. St. James Park. It is basically what the queen looks over. Um, It is uh, south, the south of Buckingham Palace. 
so you're gonna you're gonna in the summer you're gonna find a, find a lot of people there as it is next to Buckingham Palace um but there's some history around it most people go there you know when they're visiting Buckingham and since it's central so many people walk through it but I think really interesting history about it is it was founded in the 13th century. Um, it was a marshy water me- meadow, and Henry VIII actually acquired it and used it um, as a deer park and hunting ground. So Henry VIII would hunt there. Um, and because it was this marshy land, there was a lot of species of birds, which is really nice that the London Parks Association, or whoever manages that, um, decided to keep that history. So there are a lot of uh, bird doctors I don't know people who preserve these different species of birds in the swamps um so they have like a little it's not like a tall gate but it's a gate around the lake and that is where they have signs that say the different kind of birds and just kind of keep people from sitting right next to the lake so they try and preserve and keep the birds safe and you can just bird watch forever there i'm not even a bird watcher and i find it interesting so you can do that there are so many species of them and you can walk up along the park look at the beautiful trees they're pink and blooming and in the winter even when there's no leaves it's still beautiful you can follow along the lake path up to Buckingham Palace and then have an afternoon in Buckingham Palace so that is a great thing to do or have a picnic there's also a cafe in the park and lots of places to get a seat and people watch it's really cool um so definitely recommend St. James Park check it out you're most likely gonna run into it because it is so central the next park I want to talk about is Hyde Park arguably the most well-known park in London um Hyde Park was the home of a lot of royalty Henry VIII again would hang out there with his wives um but it was eventually opened up by the to the public by Charles I really historic. Um, If you're a music lover, the Beatles lived near Hyde Park for a while and they would write songs there. So if you want to feel like a Beatle in the summer in the 60s, go there and pretend you're one of them. Um, And the Serpentine is actually, it's a very famous thing people visit. It's this lake in the park. Um, But it was a trendsetter because Queen Caroline, who was the wife of King George II had it constructed and it was like not very popular to make a fake lake in a park um before then now we associate any kind of park that's built or any parks that they're man-made lakes um that that's just normal but it was not a thing back then so Queen Caroline actually made it really trendy she had this serpentine design and then soon enough lots of parks all over England started getting lakes put in them so it is a trend-setting lake You can see the swans there and feed the swans, and there's a cafe there. They have a famous, um, a lot of famous sculptures. Sometimes usually there's some kind of art installation every summer. So check that out, what's happening at the Serpentine. Um, Get a paddle boat. They're a little expensive, but, I mean, if you're just on a trip here, why not spend the money? Get a paddleboard in the the Serpentine in the Hyde Park in the summer. I mean, what's more quintessential than that? Um... The Kensington Palace is located there. So 
if you're into the Royals, I'm sure you know what Kensington Palace is. And you can, I think you can tour at certain times of the year. I believe that's where Kate and William are based out of. Um, so check that out if you're into the Royals. There's a Diana Princess of Wales Memorial Fountain that's attributed to her life and love of her children, William and Harry. So that's there. You can walk that if you're a, if you loved Diana, the people's princess, that's a place to check out. Another thing is that High Park is, since it's so big, it's super well connected to everything. Marble Arch Tube Station is there. It's, it's, it's huge. So you can get there from a multitude of different ways, north, south, east, west. It's well connected. Um, the winter time. You can go there in the winter time to go to the Winter Wonderland, Hyde Park Winter Wonderland. One of my favorite things to do there, actually, um, is go in the winter for this. There's like an ice bar. I mean, it's expensive, but you know, it's once in a lifetime. Um, ice bar. You can drink out of ice shot glasses, play different ice games. It's like a winter games. They have um, different kinds of rides, Ferris wheel. It's really fun. The Winter Wonderland. Definitely recommend it. Get some hot cider, hot wine. Um, I would say, though, that Hyde Park is not my personal favorite. I don't go there that often just because it is so, you know, touristy. There's a lot of, uh, how do I say it? It's not very, it's not a very wild park. Everything's very pristine, kind of like Central Park, um, especially the lower part of Central Park. It's just very well kept. And I like my parks to feel like a little bit more wild. Maybe some stuff is overgrown. Like I mentioned, Clissold Park. It's a little bit more overgrown, a little bit more wild, feels more naturey. Hyde Park is just very like, you know, packaged up like this is Hyde Park. I'm going to keep it prim and proper, you know. So that's my eh. Hyde Park is great. Definitely check it out if you've never been there, but it's not my favorite one. Um, moving on to maybe my favorite one. I know I said that about Clissold Park, but <laughs> this one's also amazing. Hampstead Heath. It is in the northwest of London. And this, this, the grasslands or the land that it is on is very, very, very old. It dates back to the year 986, actually. Um, and I think it was, it was held by the uh, monastery of St. Peter's at, of Westminster Abbey. And it's just super old and historic. Probably the most overgrown and wild of the parks. I mean, it's well kept, but still feels a little bit more woodsy, long grass running through with your wellies and your dog. It's, it's really cool. Um, a few things to do there. The famous ladies, men's and mixed ponds. You can go swimming there. I've never gone swimming in there cause I'm a little freaked out by it, but people assure me that it's fine and there's no snakes that are going to bite you in the water. And I don't know, not my thing, but if you're into that kind of thing, very popular in the summertime. A lot of people swim in them. It's kept up by the city of London. It's not just like kept wild. Like they make sure there's no crazy, I don't know, alligators in there. I don't know. <laughs> it's safe. I just don't want to swim in it, but you can. And I've heard it's really great. <laughs> so that's really historic. Um, George Orwell actually lived um, right on the park, which is pretty cool. There's a blue plaque on his house. If you enter from one of the back streets um, by the Parliament Hill, you'll see a blue plaque on his house. You can get to Hampstead Heath from the overground. Um, I think that's the easiest way. The overground stop stops pretty much right outside of it. So that's how I would get there if I were you. Um, Parliament Hill. 
like I mentioned, has amazing views of London. Um, you can see landmarks like the Gherkin and 20 Fenchurch Street and the Shard. Um, and this view is actually protected by what I've learned about is the city's protected views framework. So they keep the trees cut down there. So there's always an amazing view, really great place for sunset, amazing place for picnics. I recently had a picnic there with all my friends and it is just such a vibe and it is my favorite place to have a picnic on Parliament Hill in Hampstead Heath. Um, a few other things to do within the park. The John Keats house is there if you're a fan of his poetry. I guess writers really... There's something about the park that maybe it's the woodsiness, the overgrownness, how old it is. I don't know. But George Orwell lived there. John Keats lived there. You can tour his house. You cannot tour George Orwell's house. Somebody does live there now. But you can see the plaque. But you can tour John Keats's house as well as Sigmund Freud. He lived um, there next to the park for a year. And it's largely preserved his study in his library. So if you are a fan of Sigmund Freud... You don't have to go to Austria to get a bit of it. You can get a bit of Sigmund Freud in London. Um, so something about that draws a lot of writers to the park. Um, and yeah, it's just beautiful to walk around. There's this next to Parliament Hill. There's some grassy land with the overgrown grass. And again, just amazing views. And I don't know how to describe it. Just it doesn't it feels like you're in the city, but it's like you're not in the city just because everything's a bit more wild and I've said the word wild about 50 times sorry I'm not sorry um and I think there are this is always something I check there are bathrooms in the park which when you're having a picnic all day you want a bathroom in the park so they do have them on the east side of the park I believe that's what I remember so that's Hampstead Heath and then afterwards, there's a ton of pubs around the park and restaurants that you can go to. So plan a day there, have a picnic, and then end up at a pub. The last couple of parks I'm going to cover right now. The next one is Greenwich Park. That's in the southeast, southeast of London. And you can walk there via the Greenwich footpath that goes from the Isle of Dogs up to where the Cuddy Sark. It pops out at the Cuddy Sark. And I think that's always a really cool way to get to Greenwich is walking under the Thames pretty novel to me i like it um greenwich park is a world heritage site as you probably know greenwich mean time is where time begins it's where all the time zones begin and you can check out the greenwich observatory and see the line exactly where time begins and you can say i have invented time i don't know <laughs> um so world heritage site it was a hunting park in one of the largest single green spaces in southeast london it's 180 acres so really 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 big you're going to see amazing views over the River Thames, Isle of Dogs, City of London, kind of like Hampstead Heath. It's one of those other just huge unobstructed views of London. It's absolutely beautiful. And there's like a little map that tells you which buildings are what and gives you some context in history. So definitely check that out. Um, Henry VIII also loved this park and his daughters, Mary I and Elizabeth I, were both born in Greenwich. I think probably in a hospital, not in the middle of the park, but you know, they were born there. Maybe they were conceived there too. Who knows? Henry VIII. Wild guy. Um, the next thing that I think for you nature lovers is super awesome is the Queen Elizabeth Oak. It is from the 12th century, which is crazy. Such an old tree and I have seen this tree and it is just epic. It, uh, it just looks like a piece of giant broccoli. Is that the best way to describe it? It's a beautiful tree and seeing such an old tree is really cool to just think of 
oh my god, this has been here for hundreds of years, and it's just still standing, and it's seen everything, and if you're a tree hugger, you'll definitely want to hug this tree. There's also the 350-year-old chestnut trees that were planted by Charles II. Those are really historic and really famous, and you can get a picture there in the rows of these chestnut trees. Um, a fun little fact, if you, if you are a fan of Bridget Jones's babies, <laughs> Bridget Jones's diary, the, in the movie, the third installment, Bridget Jones's baby, there's a scene that is shot in Greenwich. Um, it's on the bit of the hill that views London. Um, they're in like this, uh, gazebo talking, uh, Renee Zellweger and I think it was a scene with her dad, but, I was looking for this gazebo when I went there recently, but I think it was just a part of the movie set because it wasn't there. But I, I was on the same hill, just no gazebo. So if you're a fan, you'll recognize it in the movie because they show the famous shot of the view of London. Um, but yeah, no gazebo. I wanted to sit where a nasal wigger sat. <sighs> Can't get under for everything you want. Um, the other couple things to do in the area is there's actually a meantime lager that is brewed by the meantime brewery and they have really good beer. So all the pubs in the area carry this meantime lager, meantime ale, IPA. There's a lot, there's a lot of different meantime beers, really delicious. Definitely recommend having it while you are at Greenwich meantime park um and yeah those those are all the main things as well there's so many things to do in greenwich so plan a day there go for an afternoon see the greenwich observatory walk around the park and then get some dinner fish and chips with your meantime beer the last park i'm going to talk about is pretty central Regents Park. you've probably heard of it it's another really famous park there's regents university a lot of um, study abroad schools end up having their um, sister school in Regents Park. There's a few other universities there. Um, so it's obviously a lot of people go there, but it, it's one of those again that doesn't feel over touristy. It's not like Hyde Park. Um, it's right next to Camden Town, which is great. Super historic. You can easily plan a day in Camden Town and Regents. Um, and part of Regents Park is Primrose Hill, which is a hill, one of the few hills like kind of in the center of London and you can see amazing amazing sunsets there so definitely recommend going up to Primrose Hill it's a very affluent area but not like snooty or anything it's it's nice um the London Zoo was open there in 1828 it used to only be available to like educational people but now it's open to the public and it's a really fun day out so if you have kids definitely go there even if you don't have kids go to the London Zoo it's awesome this is one of my favorite parks as well to have picnics because it has these sprawling fields with big trees, but then there's also a lot of sports game going on. You'll most likely see ultimate frisbee happening or a football match. Um, it was actually the host of the baseball and softball games in the 2012 London Olympics was in Regent's Park. Just fun fact. So if you watch the Olympics, that's pretty cool. If you like baseball, you probably saw it on TV. So I like, I like being able to see sports game going on. I don't want to play the game, but I like having my picnic and watching them run around and play games. It's fun. Um, you can rent a paddle boat. Nice place to rent a paddle boat. A lot of swans. They also have canoes. If the, the, I think the canoes are a little bit cheaper than the paddle boats because not as many people want a canoe. But you can also do that. Definitely recommend it. And 
there are bathrooms in there as well. However, they are 20p, 20 pence to get into. So bring a few of those coins with you if you have a group going for a picnic so you can all have 20p to go to the bathroom, which again is important when you're drinking a lot of champagne in the daytime. Remember, you can drink in public in London. You can't do that in America, except for in New Orleans and Savannah, Georgia, but you can do it here. So that's great. Champagne all day. Uh, rosé all day, I guess is the saying. And yeah, Regent's Park is gorgeous. Um, I would say start on the south side of the park, walk up it, have a picnic, and then uh, go, depends what time of year you're there, but go to Primrose Hill in the evening. So start in the south of the park, maybe 3 p.m., find your picnic spot, have a picnic for a few hours, then pick up, walk up to Primrose Hill, watch the sunset, then come down and have dinner in Camden Town, which is right there along the region's canals as well. It's really pretty, all of the canals. Um, so those are my favorite parks and parks that I definitely think you should visit in London. Once again, they are Clissold Park in the north, St. James Park, Central by Buckingham Palace, Hyde Park, the most famous park in London, Hampstead Heath in the northwest, then Greenwich Park in the southeast and Regent's Park, which is fairly central. So let me know if you go to these parks. Again, if you want to see pictures of everything I'm talking about, it's hard to, to just describe, you know, it's green, it's vast, there's trees. Um, each park can be described in that terms, but it's hard to get a visual without seeing a picture of it. So check out my Instagram. Let me know if there's some other London parks that I should go to. There are so many more that I could have covered, but these were my top ones. But let me know if you're like, hey, this is another really big, awesome one. I have not gone to every park in London. So I'm sure I'm maybe missing a huge one that you're like, how could you have not named that one? So let me know. Yeah, that's all for today, folks. That's all, folks. Uh, join my Flick group. Show notes. I will list the parks in the show notes. Follow me on Instagram. And that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of London Parks, and this can give you some guidance and tips for your next trip. And until next time, thank you guys for listening.